0: Hey, what's up, guys? I'm excited about this episode because Kua win he's the owner of Verifixed. And in the past, he's actually done an episode with us under the Monday morning marketing episode, um, Insurance, right? So if you want to just look up insurance or go to the insurance page on the Dental Marketer website, and you can look at how to do a proper breakdown and handle difficult insurance reps. And this was an episode we recorded probably about like a year or two years ago, Right. And in this episode, he gives us the insurance verification form template that he utilizes for his practice. And you can download that. It's completely free. And in this one, this episode, the one you're about to listen to right now, he went a step further and he gave us more templates. He gave us the partial breakdown template and he also gave us the full breakdown template. And I'm also going to put in the show notes below the insurance verification form template as well. So you can download all these three completely free Qua, he's the owner of Verifixed. If you need help verifying your insurances as a thank you, if you want to schedule a free demo, you can go in the show notes below and, you know, check him out too, check his company out as well. But I think this is fantastic. So you guys, if you or your team or anybody needs like a guideline or anything like that, it's completely free. Go in the show notes below, download the partial breakdown template or download the full breakdown template or download the insurance verification form template. It's going to be the first link in the show notes below. And yeah, yeah. Go check it out, let us know what you think, and at the same time, enjoy this episode. Hey guys, I'm going to start answering all your marketing questions and concerns on here. I'm going to give you quick bite-sized actionable marketing strategies and tactics that will help you attract new patients immediately and grow your practice. Every Monday, a short episode will come out, and each month we will be covering a topic. Topics like ground marketing, Google AdWords, internal marketing, reputation management, and more. And I will have experts, agencies, and professionals give us step-by-step instructions you can easily implement. What you're listening to will be actionable steps you can do today, no strings attached. And then you will see the results. So without further delay, let's get into our Monday morning marketing episode. Hey, Quas, so talk to us about insurance. Tell me one or a couple methods or suggestions that will help with maneuvering and guide us through the insurance game.
1: Insurance. So I think last we talked to us about claims for um, denied claims from insurance companies. Mm -hmm. My number one thing would be to say, don't take it personal. A lot of times we get frustrated because they deny it. But for me, the clinician that is reviewing the claims really is just looking for enough information so that they can deny or approve. What I like to do whenever I get a denied claim is I like to call the insurance company and actually talk to an agent. Mm-hmm. I feel like they will explain the reason for the denial a lot better than what is given on the ELB. Um, and I feel like nine out of 10 times, if I address that agent, I'm going to get an approved uh, claim for payment or partially approved. Right. So mm-hmm. if it's, doesn't come back approved for, let's just say, forty three forty one for example, but it comes back with forty three forty two 42, uh, something like that. That's still a win in my book because I'm getting something paid versus nothing.
0: Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So then let me ask you that. When you get something partially approved, how do you approach the patient?
1: Tell them directly. Um, a lot of times we have a lot of anxiety on how to approach a patient, and that digs a deeper hole for me, um, in my opinion at least. You know, you're going to deal with a lot of frustrated patients saying, oh, you know, how come this and how come that? But you just let them know that that's what the insurance has decided. They're going to take their beef with the insurance company.
0: Gotcha. So they just go with the insurance company, talk to them and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So give us instructions on how to do this. So like we want to call them, right, pretty immediately or like do we do, do y'all like make all the claims at the end of the day? How does that work?
1: Yeah, so in our office we batch all of the claims every day. Um, we try to send them within 24 hours. It uh, just depends on how much manpower you have, so to speak. My suggestion would be trying to tackle each insurance company at a time. You know, get all of the claims within. I don't know. Do you want to organize it as 30, 60, 90 days? From there, pick each insurance company and try to get it, knock it all out at once. So, if like you call it MetLife, you want to get all the patients with MetLife claims. You know, and get it addressed and then move on to the Cigna or Delta Dental, for example, you know, um, I think a lot of times you're going to get put on hold when you're trying to get through. So when you get through, you want to try to maximize your time with them.
0: Yeah. So like, for example, do you do that? You batch it all in a day or in a week? Because like, for example, let's just say this week you realize like, damn, we got like maybe four or five denied claims from MetLife. And then everyone was like maybe on a Monday, then a Wednesday, Thursday. You know what I mean?
1: So. You send out claims every day. You receive payment every day. So my philosophy is you wanna try to appeal claims as you're sending out the new claims. We've been very fortunate that we've got our 90 days down to like three claims outstanding. Like our outstanding 90 uh, for the 90 days is three outstanding claims and we know exactly where that is. The check got sent to the patient. So it's just a matter of following up with them. It just gets a little suffocating if you don't try to keep up with it. If you can keep up with it on the front end and allow allow it to back up when you have emergencies, you know, people not showing up or whatever the reason is, it's a lot easier to maintain.
0: Gotcha. Okay. So then that's the process, right? Any backlash that we might get from this when it comes to like uh, from the agents or anything like that?
1: Yeah. So the insurance agent, they're depending on the company, they're going to let you know like, oh, hey, I can only answer questions for five patients mm-hmm. or whatever it is, right? Um, I think I ran into that back in the day was uh, Signal allowed me to ask information for five patients and they they only provided five codes or whatever. But then, you know, I kind of made a system for it. It's like, oh, Signal, I'll call first thing in the morning and ask about those five patients and I'll go to MetLife. Who's going to let me ask about all the patients I have on my AR?
0: Yeah. Okay. That's good, man. Because of this process, have you dropped any insurances?
1: No, no. We haven't made that plunge yet. It's something that we're going to work towards, though. I look at being in network with insurances as kind of using them as a marketing technique. You know, you're getting the exposure to their network while you're taking a lesser fee. So depending on how you think about it, you can say, Hey, I'm paying for marketing or I'm taking a loss.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause that's what it mainly is like a forever long kind of coupon thing. Right. You know what I mean? As long as yeah. uh, the patient's there. Okay. So then we batch it all, right. We call them depending on the insurance company, however many they let us do after that, process. If we get it partially approved, we talk to the patient, right? Hopefully that conversation goes good. If it's hundred percent approved, then that's great. If it's not approved and you're like, are you looking at what I'm looking at?
1: What happens there? That's the question. That's the question is a lot of times you're thinking that you're framing the claim a certain way and the clinician that's looking at it sees it differently. So if you can get on the same page with them, it makes the process a lot easier. You don't take it personally. You just come up with an open mind, they're going to say, okay, you know, these are the things that I'm missing. Can you provide that? If we're doing our due diligence upfront, you know, we're taking x-rays, doing aerial probing, like everything that a clinician needs to do to properly diagnose, then you're most likely going to have that information. You just got to provide it the correct way.
0: Is there anything where it's like, okay, this might be too little what you're providing. That's why you keep getting
1: denied. I really listen to the software that we use whenever we're sending out claims. It'll say, oh, hey, this particular claim associated with these codes are going to need this information. I'll give you some examples like for our SRP, anytime we send it to the uh, clearinghouse, it'll say oh, you need to do a period chart and x-rays, extraction, before and after x-rays. So those are just guidelines that I see that's normal, you know, so I'm not, I don't know any better.
0: Gotcha. All right, man. So then any other advice that you can give us when it comes to approaching an appeal for insurance claims?
1: I think we hit on the main topics. My suggestion would be trying to verify the patient's benefits before you actually see them. That will relieve a lot of stress. And then you can always use that benefit breakdown that you got as kind of a weapon whenever appealing. I think we spoke about that. Anytime I get a denial that says, oh, this was not covered, and I look at the breakdown, it says, oh, yeah, the agent on this day and this time said it was covered. I'm more than likely going to get that overturned and approved or get a downgrade, which is still better than nothing.
0: So then how do you, for example, when it comes to a patient that calls a new patient and they're like, yeah, I want to get something done. I have an emergency or something. Or are they just in and they have an emergency, right? Do you like stop them and say, wait, let me check your insurance, or you kind of like start, let me go see you in the back and let's get this insurance handled. And
1: We'll tell them the process. We'll say, hey, look, we need you to fill out the new patient paperwork. If they provide insurance, we're going to say, hey, look, your insurance, you know, we haven't verified the benefits yet, so we don't know if today's visit is going to be covered. And I don't know if this is proper or not, but we've begun taking like the deposit up front. That way they're kind of more invested in making sure that we get their information correctly. A lot of times we run into issues like, oh, they gave me the information to their medical insurance versus dental insurance. We're scrambling, looking for it. And then we're whenever the exam's ready, we're scrambling, trying to provide them with a quote or a breakdown of, for their treatment. And we don't have the correct numbers. So we just say, hey, look, these are going to be the numbers. As soon as we get to verify your, your insurance information, then we'll be able to be more accurate. Mm. haven't really had much pushback.
0: On that. Yeah. Do you plan to do medical yeah. billing in the future or no?
1: Uh, we do for sleep apnea. Yeah. That's a whole new beast.
0: Wow, man. That's yeah. interesting. Real quick. So
1: you're the owner of
0: Verifix, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. What we do is we have agents that actually call and verify the patient's benefit information as soon as our agents get the information from the office. So, you know, I kind of have a cheat mode, I guess you could yeah. say. Yes. Yeah. You know, we get our agents to verify all of our patients' insurance mm-hmm. um, every six months. We get them to, an eligibility check. So we'll check like the recall codes and then if there's anything that might be important for that visit, we just want to make sure that the uh, patient's plan is active. Sometimes people leave their jobs or get fired and the plans aren't active anymore, but it it seems like it is.
0: Yeah. So then verifix would be for what type of practice?
1: Uh, Any practice that takes PPO, HMO, Medicaid, things like that. I think we'll verify anything as long as it makes sense. A lot of states I know like the medicaid they can just go into a portal and get the most up-to-date information so it wouldn't make sense to incur an additional charge for that verification
0: Mm. do you guys take like a percentage or how do you charge
1: yeah we charge by the verification so if it's a new full breakdown it's a certain price partial is going to be cheaper Uh, same day verification is going to be more expensive
0: how much are same day verification
1: i don't have a price off the top of my head it's I would um address that to anybody that's getting a demo from us. I'd say anything from twelve to fifteen dollars.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, cool, cool, cool. If you mentioned the podcast episode though, you get no, just
1: kidding. oh man. Let's do that. <laughs>
0: like uh, no, I appreciate it, man. So then real quick, any other specific piece of advice when it comes to this or we pretty much got it all down.
1: I think we hit the majority of it. So if anything comes up, I'll let you know.
0: Awesome. I appreciate your time. And if anyone has further questions, you can definitely find them on the Dental Marketer Society Facebook group. Or where can they reach out to you
1: directly? Uh, They can reach out to me at info at net. Awesome. All
0: right. So that's going to be in the show notes below, guys. And thank you for being with me on this Monday morning marketing episode.
1: Yes, sir. I appreciate it. You have a good one.